welcome to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. And I'm Taylor. We will be talking about the clickbait TV show from Netflix <laughs> titled Clickbait. Um, I've been hearing a lot of people watching this. Have you? Yeah, I actually have. And I feel like it keeps getting bigger. And I... It's just, it's got to be because it's unavoidable. Like, it's what you see when you open Netflix, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like everyone has Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Netflix was, like, forcing me to watch it. And I was like, okay, okay, fine. Yes. <laughs> like, it's a show about a hostage and we're hostages, like, watching this show. <laughs> Truly. So... We'll give a brief overview of our feelings on the show, and then we'll have to jump into spoilers because it's a show that's hard to talk about without it. Um, but first, TV news. I have some really sad news that I'm sure you have too. I woke up to this news this morning, and it really set off my day to be not great because oh, no. Phoebe Waller-Bridge left the Amazon Mr. and Mrs. Smith reboot with Donald Glover. I'm heartbroken. And they said it was because uh, was it was reportedly due to creative differences between the two of them, which very interesting. I would love to know more. I yeah. especially like they're they're going into this project like established friends. Mm hmm. I don't know. I'm curious. I And I'm really curious who is going to replace her because big shoes to fill. <laughs> Huge. Size. Probably 17. literally. <laughs> <laughs> I have, um, I'll follow that with some other sad news. Um, bittersweet, I guess. Dickinson is going to end with season three on Apple TV+. Plus. Yes. Um, which, like, I do, I re- it's bittersweet because, like, sad that it's ending, but happy that they are ending when they, I think that's, like, was the plan to only have three. Mm-hmm. And we just really respect when that happens. They don't just try to drag it out um, just to, just because they can, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's sad, but I think we we support it. We do have a release date for Insecure's final season, and it's October 24th. So HBO, I don't know what the deal is, but we're also still waiting for a succession date. It's just, it's so weird to be one month away and not Rumor has it, it is early October. Wow. I mean, I hope so. That's even weirder. But it seems weird that they're announcing Insecure and it's October 24th. I don't understand. I wonder what's the holdup because it seems like it's weird to, I don't, no one really does that to like build excitement. Mm-hmm. Like that's just strange. So yeah. Happy about insecure though. Yeah. Um, did you see that they dropped Bravo dropped the first two minutes of the real housewives of Salt Lake city? Premiere? I did see that, but I haven't had a chance to watch it. I watched the first couple episodes of the season one, but I might have to watch season two. We know, we already know the Jen Shaw real life legal drama. 
and mm-hmm. they know what the people want. The first two minutes were highly entertaining, freakish. Like you'll just you'll have to watch it. It's it's exactly what we all want to see. The footage of Jen getting the call that the feds are after her. <laughs> Amazing. So that was very entertaining couple of minutes and they might have got me i might be hooked yeah i'm planning on watching it i've got to uh the fx show taika's show reservation dogs was renewed for season two um which is very exciting i have heard great great things about it um haven't started it but i think we'll definitely cover it on the podcast so we're, I, I we're excited. I'm in the same boat. I haven't started it yet either, but I've heard rave reviews. Very happy that it got renewed already. Um, yeah, very excited. People are always so surprised when we haven't watched TV shows that are like being talked about. But what people don't usually realize is that because of the podcast, we can only really watch shows once they've been done. So... We're always a few weeks behind, but then we're right on top of it once it's finished. Exactly. So cool your jets, people. <laughs> Stop asking us if we've finished watching Ted Lasso. Well, that's me. Yeah. I know you have. <laughs> no, I haven't. I'm not caught up. Okay. I just, perfect. I hadn't even started the new season yet, but um, yeah, I, I cool, I cooled my jets. I'm going to wait because <laughs> I also just... I we have I already liked to binge TV before we started doing the podcast, but doing the podcast has really trained me like that binging is the way to go. So yeah, I don't mind waiting, and neither should anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> um, I only have one more piece of news, and it is that um on October first, all the Seinfeld seasons will be on Netflix. Um. I- so I'm very excited. I think I'm, I'm going to finally do it. Yay. You will have no regrets. Um, it's classic for a reason. Accountable. I, I don't need to be the person to tell you that Seinfeld is good. <laughs> it's <laughs> established in my own family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just so funny because, um, I'm looking at, I'm looking at this, um, promo for it that Netflix posted and it's just like, it's been streaming. It's just not on Hulu anymore. Now it will be on a new streaming platform. So it's just so funny that they're acting like, oh, like you're so blessed by the streaming gods. And it's like, yeah, you're not the first. It's not the first time it's been streaming, but whatever. No, it's- it had. It's been away for a couple months now. And that is weird. No, like it was kind of jarring. No, not like knowing that it wasn't just there safely for me. But now it'll be on Netflix. So. I'll be safe back, again. Back to safety. Yeah. Um, that was all my news, too. Good news Wow, week. that were lined up so perfectly. Yeah. All right. For our top three, um, we are naming our top three favorite families that have adult siblings. Um, clickbait, the main character, Z are a family of like adult siblings and adult siblingship is a very um interesting dynamic that is really fun to see on tv and we shockingly haven't discussed this yet so um jordan 
what is one of your top three adult siblings? <laughs> um, my number three is uh John Ralphio and Mona Lisa on Parks and Rec. Oh, brilliant. Um, they're very, very, very funny. But also just the brilliance of casting Ben Schwartz and Jenny Slate as siblings. Like is, it seemed like they were actually siblings. Yes. They're perfect. Um, yeah, I th- I think that a lot of people, if you, if people that watched Parks and Rec and didn't really appreciate, um, them or like know Jenny Slate well before, I think they thought they were, they just focused on the annoying factor, but like, they're mm-hmm. just really good at being annoying and funny. Um, so I, for one would like more of content of them actually personally. I think they could have had a spinoff. It would have been so funny. It would have been and so good. And it's not good. too late. No, it's not. And I miss Jenny Slate. Me too. She's been MIA. Yeah. Did you hear that Marcel the Shell has a movie, though? I literally just saw this. No. They released... It's because I still follow Jenny Slate on Twitter, even though I feel like she hasn't tweeted in years. But she started tweeting because I guess at um, tell the Telluride uh, Film Festival, they debuted the Marcel the Shell movie. Her and wow. her ex husband. I feel so, like I remember hearing about this, but forgot about it. And now I was like, "Wait, did it already come out?" And I it's just like years later that I wow. Did it get wide? Was it widely received? I think it was. Did she get a three-minute standing ovation? Like, oh, gosh. Kristen? I think, and like Dune. <laughs> <laughs> I think, um, I well, she's only retweeting the good stuff, but there's a lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, very interesting. Okay, good to know. Anyway, that's your Jenny Slate update. Love it. Um. Okay, my number three is the parent the siblings from the television show parenthood i oh good one they're just classic i love their they are just like seem like real siblings they fight there's like some relationships that are stronger than others they are supportive of each other can have fun get high together that's a theme of two (laughs) of my siblings i get siblings actually um but i thought uh, you meant in real life for a second (laughs) no it's like you only have two siblings (laughs) what are you saying (laughs) Uh, no two of my top three so yeah okay that's my number three love it um my number two i picked david and alexis rose from (laughs) schitt's creek wow um they are great adult siblings even though they don't even really seem like adults. They they're like in their 30s, but they seem more like teens, obviously. But it's so funny, but it's true. Yeah. They um but it, it's really fun watching their relationship over the sh- course of the show where like they are they kind of don't even know each other that well at the beginning because like Alexis is always gone on her weird adventures, you know. But then by the end they are like best friends even though they still get mad at each other. And, um, they're just, they're, they make a good team even when they're like pissed at each other and it's really funny. It's 
So it's funny totally. to watch, but also very heartwarming, just like the show in general. Yes. Wow. Wow. You thought it, I thought we would have a lot of crossover, but you thought of really good ones. Wow. Thanks. I love it. Um, my number two are the Stark slash Snow siblings from Game of Thrones. Amazing. I love Arya, Sansa, and John and their siblingship. I don't count the others. <laughs> no, 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 no. These are the they're ones. These adults. are the best ones. Yeah. Those yeah, are they're the kids. Only three. Um, I kind of forgot there were others, to be honest. I know. So did I actually until I was naming them out. And I was like, I think there's others. <laughs> I couldn't even tell you the other the other little ones after Bran. I know. But, like, it's true. I feel like television doesn't show a lot of, like, step-siblings or, uh, like, half-sibling relationships. And... Yeah. Especially as they get... Uh, like especially into adulthood yeah that's an interesting dynamic for sure that a lot of people experience so there's something there i mean i bet you a lot of uh maybe like uh cable tv shows i guess maybe have that but i don't know about them yeah that's true because there's more like family sitcoms but i swear most of them are trying to be like like uh showing kind of kid like young families so who knows yeah that's true that would i would that would be an interesting tv show like step siblings as they become adults Mm-hmm. very intrigued um my number one i picked ross and monica geller from <laughs> friends perfect a perfect pair um I love them. I honestly think, and I actually just was kind of, I was rewatching Friends after the reunion aired because I don't really remember. I remember like the Thanksgiving episodes, but there's a lot of other episodes that I think are iconic that I don't really remember that well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really think that Ross and Monica might be, they're like in my top favorite parts of the whole series. They are because they're both like they are both professional working adults Mm -hmm. and yet when they some of the funniest moments of the show are when they kind of like uh devolve back into sibling rivalry (laughs) and like their fights and stuff um and it's just hilarious and um but like they're definitely like they're there for each other but I also love that they each remember all the really petty stuff too um and like I like showing that they're the same people as when they were kids as now they're adults too. Like they still Mm -hmm. have that in them. And also it's like, I feel like, well, I know you relate to this having like a freakish memory (laughs) (laughs) and like, it's just funny because I feel like it's, yeah, they, they literally remember like everyone from high school, every fight they ever had, all the grudges. And I just find that very hilarious. Well, and I think they show a really fun aspect of like, adult like siblings who are really close in age who then have the same friend group I know both of us are friends with a pair of siblings and also like I uh in college was roommates with a pair of siblings twice and like that's always also a really fun dynamic to watch is like being friends with siblings Um, totally 
Totally, totally. And that's something that I, it was funny because I feel like it's more common on TV, but maybe it's actually not. Like showing that in an ensemble cast of friends, having Mm -hmm. like two of them be siblings. And one of my bonuses I was thinking of is on, it is um, on happy endings two of the girls in that friend group on the show are sisters and it is it just adds this whole other element and it is it's just really funny and it's realistic and you can just show so many other types of relationships when you throw in siblings into the mix and it's really fun truly wow zero overlap very impressive i know i think that the number one adult sibling representation definitely is just was so close to making the cut but I really think that you're gonna bring them up (laughs) and I really hope you do (laughs) I I mean I am who I am and the Roy family just has a way of pulling at my heartstrings in ways that other siblings don't and I love the Roy siblingship it is amazing like they are there for each other but they are also uh ready to throw one in like one another under the bus like at any moment and like they're just like fighting for daddy's love and yeah they get high together I love that scene (laughs) so much and um I also think the Shiv being the only girl is like a really interesting dynamic and also like Connor who's just like the outcast sibling wow I just love families I guess (laughs) I guess there's right there's a half sibling dynamic oh that's true very interesting um yeah they are they're so good because that's another thing where they are all like very we only know them as adults they all have their independent things that they do but like it's so easy to see what the dynamic was like when they were kids Mm -hmm. um also, this is making me so bad because I didn't think about the Bluths. Oh my gosh. And hello, that's a, an amazing example of adult siblings too. Why wow, I'm so it's mad at true. myself. true. There's, there's especially, many. Especially because I, I just love to um, write essays about the, the, <laughs> comparison, the comparing the Roys and the Bluths. <laughs> she has a whole blog. <laughs> uh, I should dust off my old blog spot yeah i would love that but yeah the roys are so epic and it really is just making me i've got i've got to rewatch it i've got to get ready because it's just we, it's also a great prep. fall it's a good fall time show if we ever do it a really top is. three of our best like our favorite fall shows that would definitely be on my list me too and friday love night it. lights yes um okay not to go off too much do us we do a second top three (laughs) (laughs) just wing it um fall shows okay so clickbait is a new show on netflix want to give us the synopsis yes i'm actually gonna pull up what it says on imdb because it's totally i don't want to spoil anything accidentally um so uh, this time i'm just gonna read what they have because pretty good when family man nick brewer is abducted in a crime in a crime okay that's weird to, <laughs> weird to say it. i'll just say is abducted 
With a sinister online twist, those closest to him race to uncover who is behind it and why. That is very vague. Very vague. Um, do I even have anything to add to that? <laughs> no. I do. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> that's um, it. Yeah. That's, that is, that's, that is the gist. And the family man, Nick Brewer, is played by Adrian Grenier. I would just like to say that he, it's, it's weird that they cast him because he doesn't look, look like a dad at all, like a suburban dad, because he still looks very young and hot. Yeah, And it was just interesting. I was just, by the end, I was kind of like, interesting that he's the, who, You'd think they would pick someone who, like, looks more kind of like just a suburban dad. And he looks like, he still kind of looks like a hot, like, city hipster guy to me. But I feel like he kind of had to be hot for the show to work. He definitely needed to be hot. They could not cast someone that was not, like, really hot. I just almost picture more, um... Not John Ham, like that would never be John Ham, but maybe someone that <laughs> seems older than Adrian Grenier. That's just something I didn't think about it until towards the end, but I was like, how interesting. Like someone yeah. that would be he th- some of the things that uh you learn about his character, because he like looks the way that he does, it wasn't that shocking to me, you know? Mm-hmm. But that's just that's my two cents about that. Okay. Um, overall, how did you feel about this show? Would um, you recommend? It's hard to say because it wasn't like it was amazing, but I was definitely, it held my attention. I wasn't, it wasn't absolutely painful getting through it because there were so many things happening for the most part, but mm-hmm. it, I, it wasn't very good. I, I want to quote you taylor back to yourself back to you please (laughs) because what before she started before me and what she said was it's like mayor of east town meets pretty little liars and um definitely more on the pretty little liar side than mayor of east town but it totally (laughs) i was like that is so spot on as i was watching it and then today i was saying this that it was almost like if adults wanted to watch something like pretty little liars that was like not good acting but like you only really watch it if you want to watch something about like a mysterious crime and like with a lot of twists you know Mm -hmm. you definitely get that with this but it's not very good um and it feels like there's a lot of twists just to be twists and Mm -hmm. the acting is not very good except for i would say by far the best actors in it are zoe kazan who plays his sister and Betty Gabriel who plays his wife who I was shocked when I looked her up and I was like that's the girl from Get Out holy crap I'm <laughs> dead that's amazing she was good I really thought she was good she was this. really good and like so beautiful oh she was so beautiful I loved her um and yeah I feel like she really she really gave it a hundred percent and I was proud of her yeah I think she was the strongest in the show how, okay, would you recommend this? Yeah, like I would recommend I would recommend it as just like a 
you watch it because everyone else is watching it so you can participate in the conversations because like it is a fun conversation to have like I have a couple yes. of coworkers who have been watching it so like we've been talking about it and um like it's fun to talk about because it's like a really interesting uh concept and it kind of deals with a lot of different uh things that are like interesting to think about but uh I the ending really ruined it for me and there were a couple episodes where the acting was so terrible that it really pulled me out of it um Mm -hmm. I will say the thing that pulled me back into it was when I remembered that I could watch it on double speed that honestly made it increased my watching um experience (laughs) that is so funny because I I sped it up a couple times but then I felt like every single time I did suddenly it would be um it would go to a part where they're leaving the house and there's like a million press paparazzi media people outside and they'd be like Mm -hmm. and I was like whoa no I can't do that (laughs) (laughs) but um this is the exact kind of show to test out the the double time yeah feature on netflix that's brilliant okay should we hurry and jump into spoilers yeah let's do it i i don't have much else to say non-spoilery okay me neither um spoiler time starts now i jordan and i already previously discussed this so i already know we're on the same page about this the ending was just so terrible I hated it I really really hated it I liked it way I was like way more invested when it was uh Nick's friend and co-worker um, yes I thought that was more interesting and yeah yeah couldn't agree more I mean I <laughs> I hate when a show that they they didn't build up the secretary character nearly enough for that to be actually a satisfying ending at all. Mm -mm. And I just honestly, I mean, I will not I promise you I will not get into an hour long rant about Pretty Little Liars doing that because (laughs) they did that a lot where it's like just instead of setting it up to be satisfying they'll just like throw in a random character that it's like see you never would have guessed her and it's like yeah duh because she was barely in the show mm-hmm. and we knew nothing about her and i feel like too like this was a very dramatic show the whole way through the last <laughs> episode was like embarrassing the high drama levels of these actors just like trying to really go for it and bless their hearts it was i was embarrassed for them for a lot of the actors <laughs> yeah, it was just I so over the agree. top i thought that the be emma beasley was a character i really hated her episode i thought that her acting was really Ugh. bad and like really non-believable and i was just like there is no way that this hot guy who has this beautiful wife is in love with this girl like I didn't believe it at all no she was so weird and annoying she and then I also really hated the journalism the journalist episode because I thought that he was also really bad at acting and I thought that that made journal put journalism in a really bad light 
And I mean, I am a daughter of a journalist, so I (laughs) maybe think about these things a little bit more than the average person, but like, it's kind of a dangerous thing to like be showing, to showcase a journalist like that, because I think people already think that journalism, journalists are kind of, uh, bad like that. Yeah. So it just kind of made me upset. Because well, personally, very- watching it, I wanted to, like, be a detective and, like, figure it out, too. And I was like, wow, should I be a journalist? And then I was like, what? No. I knew. I know this is bad. This is journalism 101. Seriously. I think that's such a good point that it is irresponsible because, I mean, look how much the phrase fake news is out there so much. Exactly. And, like, don't set it. especially when it was like an unnecessary villain like we don't need the journalist to be gross and like and we i mean we kind of talked about earlier that it's clearly like they're trying to make a spoof of tmz but like mm-hmm. even tmz does not break into people's homes um a big plot hole to me was the fact that Nick's wife wouldn't have recognized that a lot of the pictures being used on the profile were photoshopped and like literally like there were some pictures that like were cut off and she was like I know I was there like that was yeah I was in that picture and I actually really related to that because once upon a time a guy I dated used a profile picture and cut me out of it and it was like hilarious and traumatic but like guys really do that so like that was funny to me and interesting but then like the fact that there were photos where it was like another woman photoshopped onto the photo where his wife originally was I'm like she would have called that out and been like wait a second I wasn't like that's a photo of me yeah just photoshopped she should be able to recognize that that is so you're so right and it's also really now that I'm thinking about those fake pictures it's like who were those even for? Because he, the whole point was that he never <laughs> actually the, met these people in real life. That's a great point. Like the girls so, didn't like, think they met, they met each other. No, it was like, was it literally only oh my to incriminate him? But like it only incriminated the catfisher because it was on the computer. Oh my gosh. You're so right. What was the point? Oh, that is stupid. Because, like, I don't even think those, like, I don't remember seeing those photos until they were going through the computer and you, like, saw, it, like, all the different versions. Like, were those on the news? Good like, point. Why I, would, don't, I don't know. <laughs> if you're talking to someone online that you've never met in person <laughs> and they just, like, would, <laughs> they send you a, a fake photo of you and them on vacation, that would be weird. It would be like um, when Michael Scott photoshops his face on his new girlfriend's ex-husband's <laughs> body for his Christmas card photo. Like, that is... That... that Why did they even have that in the show? That doesn't make any I don't sense. Know. You're right. You're so right. I can't believe I oh didn't even gosh. realize that. Well, I didn't really think about it until you said that. That is strange. It Speaking was. Lo- of- I literally think they only put that in so that um, P 
Kia would see it on the computer and be like, wait, what? All these versions of these photos. That is reason number one. And reason number two is that when he's being held hostage, he can be like, look, the horizons don't even match up. (laughs) (laughs) But like, how did he got that picture? Yeah, he got that picture from her. Yeah, like they literally took the wife out and they photoshopped out the people in the background or whatever. And the brother had that photo, so he must... Oh my gosh, this is too much. I I hate it. I don't like that. It's bad. It's so bad. Um, but while we're on the topic of uh, dating profile photos, another... Th- not plot hole, but just like, okay, was when um, Amir's uh, co-worker slash like boss like printed out all those photos from his <sighs> dating profile and like blew them up and like Amir was so embarrassed. I was like, no way. Amir should be loud and proud. All the other people working with him should be embarrassed that they don't look as hot as him. Well, and I was confused by that too because like he was using a fake name on his profile, right? Oh, I can't remember, but he, probably. His profile said I remember them his profile said Woody as oh. the name. <laughs> Which, like, weird. so at first, when they were, like, remember when he first is, like, oh, like, they kind of reveal that they recognize each other from their chat. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, oh, blah, I thought you changed your mind or something. She's, like, blah, blah, blah. And I was, like, oh, that's him? I was, like, I don't remember his name. And then I think they, like, I don't know if someone called him Woody or something. And I was, like, Woody? What? <laughs> and some of those pictures... It was just so strange. And yeah, like, honestly, like, this is why he should be promoted to homicides because he's got a rockin' bod and now we can all see it. <laughs> Seriously. They were so weird. The 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 police department was weird. They were very, it was weird. It um, was weird. But it was also, definitely the part Sean that felt Amiri, like. Not Re- Amir. I oh, messed that up. Oh, no, I forgot because, like, if his coworkers call him Amiri. And then they call him yeah. Sean. I see. I see exactly what you were thinking. Just had to correct myself. Um, he was very hot. He was not an amazing actor. So I think just a lot of people in this just like had kind of like dead eyes. And so I didn't believe a lot of their expressions. One of the th- one of the notes I have actually is sometimes I can't tell if the characters are bad liars or if the actor is bad at acting. <laughs> and so sometimes yeah. I was like okay, am I supposed to not trust what they're saying or are they just being stupid? Like, is the acting just this bad? Um, Betty Gabriel was the number one actor in the whole thing and Zoe Kazan was number two. Um, And it was... It was weird that... It was weird that... Did we talk about how weird it was that she was in this? (laughs) No, we haven't, but it's like the first note I wrote in my notes was... Um, weird to see Zoe in the opposite of an indie show. <laughs> yes. Like this it couldn't was... be further from like everything else she's done. Yes. Um, yeah. And you know what? Maybe that's fun to throw in something like get some Netflix dollars. Also, I <laughs> one of my, my favorite things about this show was the Netflix poster that's I'm sure you've all seen it because you can't help but see it. The picture of him sitting there holding a sign that says that five million views, I die. But my favorite Mm -hmm. part of the poster is where it says father, husband, brother, 
liar. <laughs> and every <laughs> yes, single that time, that was one of my favorite like, things too. It's so funny. And sometimes, um, every well, they say it a lot. Like they'll say some version of that throughout the show a billion times because there's like a million times that it's they're watching a newscast about it, and they'd be like saying that and I always like to say out loud liar after any time they said they called him a father a husband or a brother Uh, that's hilarious (sighs) I had fun doing that I love that it just says a lot that that was like my favorite part of the show was making fun of the poster (laughs) (laughs) my base level for my least favorite show that I've watched this year so far was the one on Netflix Mm-hmm. Um, because it was not very good and also kind of boring. And this one, I would definitely not say it was boring. I would say I liked it more than the one, but Same. it was not amazing. Yeah, it was like it was a fun watch and like any sort of like figure it out twisty turny show like that is usually um entertaining. Because it's like, so you're actively participating in trying to solve the crime. Um, yes. But yeah, nothing to write home about, but funnish. <laughs> yeah, no, it definitely had its moments. Mm-hmm. Um, I think especially the first few episodes. Yeah, I was really, I was pretty into it the first few episodes and then... Um, when Emma Beasley showed up, it really pulled me out, and then it, it had a, I had a hard time getting back into it after that. So I do love that she is like the character name that really left the biggest impression on you. <laughs> <laughs> it's only because we have a friend who is also their last name is also Beasley. So that's yeah, the totally. only reason it's, why I can remember her name. It's so funny. It just like um, I definitely yeah I definitely remember Beasley more than Emma when I'm thinking about her but it it because I feel like she also says it a lot and they keep calling they're like where's Emma Beasley contact Emma Beasley like they say it so (laughs) much and she's not that important of a character no no (sighs) yeah she was she was actually a very depressing character yeah she was when they're like Emma tell us the truth did you ever meet him and it's like (laughs) she's like no I never did and it's like well, if you just said that from the beginning, like you traveled to a different city to tell them, it's just like, it was just so embarrassing. Honestly, like they kind of just made uh, women look pathetic other than, well, honestly, like most of the women kind of look a little pathetic and yeah. it's also kind of sad. Yeah, it's true. That's also <sighs> a great point. All right. With that all being said, who is your crush of the week? Um, let's see. I'll, you go first. You go first. Um, my crush of the week, it is, uh, the guy who played Rashawn. His name's Phoenix Rye or Ray, and he was really hot. I was very attracted to him. So like his possibly bad acting didn't even phase me because I just thought he was really beautiful (laughs) yeah he was well and he was one of the only characters um like even at some of the really his dramatic scenes I was kind of like okay but 
overall, he was like a pretty warm presence dealing yeah. with some really annoying characters. And he, mm-hmm. yeah, I always trusted that he was a good guy and I liked that. Yeah. Um, I am going to go, I'm going to give it to Adrian Grenier just because he still looks great after he does. That's true. His starring roles in drive me crazy and entourage, which I've never watched. He still looked really good. Um, I actually kind of ended up being a little disappointed that he actually was a good guy (laughs) because I, for I, for a while I was, I was invested in this situation where like both spouses were cheating on each other and all this stuff and whatever. He's 45. (gasps) Oh, whoa. He does not look 45. I just had to say that because I would say 40 max. Yeah. But wow. That's pretty crazy. He's very pretty man. He actually, I should also give him a shout out because I feel like almost every time I go to Sundance, I, he's like one of the people I see. And isn't that. Thanks for coming to Utah, Adrian. Yeah. Thanks for coming to see us. And he looks great in real life. And I'll say that. Very hot, man. (laughs) Very. That's all I have. That's it. Clickbait. There you have it. There's our hot takes and opinions. Um, Thanks for listening. (laughs) Bye. Bye.